Hello and welcome again to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one Vigo-filled minute at a time. Yes. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is Raiden from the Anglophies podcast. Hello, everybody. It's Friday. Yay. Yay. It, is. it is Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. We get to talk about Vigo Mortensen a bunch. Mm-hmm. We get to see him be badass. It's the best day. It's a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> So we're going to be talking about Minute 75, which starts with Frodo on the ground screaming and moaning in pain and ends with Aragorn over him saying, this is beyond my skill to heal. He, he needs, needs elvish, elvish medicine. medicine. Yes. And after the dagger, like, just dissolves yeah. to nothing. The Morgul blade. So is Frodo, I mean, I know he's invisible, but is he, can you also not hear him because he yells before he takes the ring off, and then he yells when No, he you can appears. be heard when you're wearing the ring. But nobody comes to... They don't know where he is. Yeah, okay. There's, there's a so. lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot going there's on. Lot, there's a lot of noise. I've always just wondered about that, because, you know, he conveniently appears yelling, and then they're just like, oh, Frodo! No, they didn't know where he was <laughs> until then. The way he says, oh, Sam. Oh, it's it breaks my heart. It is heartbreaking. Oh, Sam. <laughs> and I'm continually sort of charmed by how Sam, even after he's learned Aragorn's name, he still calls him Strider. Strider! Mm. Help! <laughs> still, the, the first name he, he was introduced to him by is what he will call him forever. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if he ever calls him Aragorn. Because they he hasn't revealed himself yet. Yeah, no, it's not at this point, but later on in the movie, like right, after right. The, the council... Yeah. He's but I don't know if he ever calls him Aragorn. I think he only calls him Strider. I think that's true. Strider. We have to, we have to like keep track of that. As well as Wilhelm screams. Yes, throughout yes. the rest of the yes. trilogy. We get to see Viggo Mortensen being super badass. Yep, like the most badass, badass. Right, Fighting off five guys at once with a sword and a torch, mm-hmm. and just when you think he's done, he's got four of them down. And you're not sure exactly how many maybe he has down. And then the, the camera zooms in on him. And then there's the one that looks like he's just trying to sneak over to I the know, hobbits. I feel really bad for that that one, actually. Because, because just he stops and he looks around like, guys? <laughs> guys, where'd you go? Oh, shit. <laughs> well, it looks to me like he's just on the sidelines trying to sneak over to the hobbits to finish the job. Oh, no, I'm just like, he's just like, doot, doot, doot. Uh, nothing to see here. I'm just going to go. Hang out with my friends. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Bree and have a pint. Wait <laughs> yeah. for all this to blow over. Because <laughs> he's like staring straight ahead, and then he looks at the camera, and then you can just there's no face, but you can just be like, oh no. And there's, and there's almost like that smug, like that little smirk appears, and then Vigo throws the torch. Yeah. He's just. Ah. I feel bad. I'm gonna name that one Jerry. Falls. That one's Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I just feel. I feel bad for Jerry. <laughs> that one's Jerry. <laughs> it's impossible to keep track of them. Well, there's no differentiation. Right. There's no way to differentiate them. You certainly can't do it by tone of voice because it's the same voice for all of them, <laughs> and they're all wearing the same thing. Uh, I love that beat. It's so funny. It is. It's really, it's really humorous. Just head turn, beat, throw the torch. He's, he's, he's like skulking away. Yeah. 
the sword and it's but his sword is ready. Like he he wants to go kill the hobbits before this guy turns around and realizes what's going on. And he turns around and he looks at him. He's like, oh, I wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> Shrug. But, uh, Honestly, I'm, like I relate to this ring wraith more than any other ring wraith. <laughs> That's why but, I feel bad for him. I wasn't. I wasn't doing nothing. Because I would just sneak away. <laughs> like, <laughs> are, are we cool? All my friends are on fire. I'm just gonna try and get out of there. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, cut my losses and. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hey. Oh my hey. god. I love that guy. He's <laughs> just tiptoeing away. <laughs> tiptoeing away. <laughs> it's hard to tiptoe in armor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't talk about that. I love, like, all the close-up shots a couple minutes ago mm. on their armor. The oh, pieces yeah. of their armor as they're coming mm -hmm. up over onto Weathertop. That's some really cool, like, some cool shots well, and the sound it's effects. A, it's a good way to tie it back to the first time you see a ringwraith in yeah. the Shire. Yeah, when he's gripping the... The, the reins, reins and he steps down onto the the ground. Yeah, because you see his armor, um, but this time he's gripping a sword. Yeah, so it makes it more real, more threatening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Vico saves the day. Yay! He's so yeah. hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really, I've never been able to get over that shot with that ring wraith that just like slowly turns his head and looks at Aragorn. <laughs> it's just like. Nothing, nothing to see here? Nothing, no? Oh, nope. Okay. Are you going to be a bro? Let me just leave. Nah. Can I go? I got, I, got, I got places to be. I got a date in like two hours. Aragorn just like straight up like sets the bro code on fire. Just like. <laughs> just like by the physics of that torch throw are maddening to me. I do not care. It doesn't work. It would never work. It's not possible. Why? There is no way that it is balanced enough to be thrown in such a way that will bury itself in the head of this creature and, and be perfectly straight. But it's like cinematic D&D &D logic. Yeah. Like, I don't care. It's also, what is the natural 20. Come on. Right. Right, right. right. Let's, like, also, like, what is this torch stuck to? The Just the shadow in the hood. I mean, there is some, isn't there some, like, corporeal shadow bits? I mean, maybe. Maybe? I mean, when we see the, the dude get killed in the third movie, no? But that's just the Witch King yeah, one. Just, I mean, but the ring rates are all, like, the same. Yeah. So, like, also, if you look, if you're looking really closely in this minute, what, after the torch hits that ring wraith and the fire starts, mm -hmm. when the camera looks at him, He's got a much bigger, bulkier hood and bigger shoulders. Because <laughs> he's got the fire, fire suit on. Yeah, fireproofing. <laughs> he's got, like, the fire suit and, like, some setup in the hood holding the torch. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so if it's a king, you've got a crown or a helm, so maybe it's, like, stuck in between, like, the top of your armor and where the helm sits, because yeah. if you don't have a head... She's, like, lodged in the eye slit. Yeah, of, yeah. Like, the, like, the knight armor. Yeah. yeah. There you go. He threw that torch really hard. He did. Yeah, he did. Super hard. He's a king, and he's very old. Yes. It's awesome. I love this scene so much. Yes. I don't even care that it doesn't make any sense, potentially. It's so good. Yeah. It, it really is. Peter Jackson is such a big fan of the comedic beat in the middle of combat like that. Because mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. time. Always. There's a comedic yeah. beat in every fight. Well... It gives you room to process because yeah. if everything just happens all at once, there's no breathing room. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it makes it more memorable that way, I think. Spielberg is Definitely. also really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, Peter Jackson has a, is a real fondness for slapstick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is cool. And like, can't be comedy. Yes. Both of which I appreciate. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I appreciate greatly. This is this is Vigo's first day of filming. Is this sword fight? I think like, can you imagine, like this is because this is like your second Aragorn. You've yes. already wasted <laughs> You've some already amount wasted of money on Stuart Townsend. Yeah. And you're just watching the dailies from this scene, and you're just like, oh, thank, thank you. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Bob Anderson, your sword master, is like, he has taken to this better than anyone I've ever trained. Yeah. He was born to hold a sword. <laughs> yeah. And I trained Basil. Right. right. Oh, my goodness. And Errol Flynn. Uh, like, Basil is much better than Errol Flynn. Yeah. Flinning is, is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Basil could actually do the thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. Robin Hood is just such an iconic, like, movie oh, yeah. to reference. No, absolutely. For, I know. For Bob Anderson. Yeah. Like, man. It, it, it's so it, it's so great that this is like his first day he's he gets off the plane he's got two days with Bob Anderson he gets fitted for his costume and they don't have to make a whole lot of like alterations it basically fits already from the Stuart Townsend one mm -hmm. they didn't have to do a whole lot to make it fit him so they didn't have to do a whole lot of work there they had all this stuff already planned out and then he gets on set and it just works and he doesn't have a dialogue he doesn't have any dialogue in the first scene they filmed with him it's just like how well does he work in an action scene. Right. Go. Perfect. Because that's really, I mean, action scenes are hard. Yeah. Yeah. They're hard to set up and they're hard to knock down and, like, I don't know. Just, it would drive me crazy trying to direct an action scene. Yeah. Because, I mean. There's so many pieces. There is so many pieces and there's so much to keep track of and different camera angles and... Like, you have a very specific way that it's supposed to look in your head, and if someone just doesn't flick their wrist exactly right, or, you know, parry the sword exactly when they need to, like, that's yeah. just another take that you need to do. Right. And, I mean, the, the sword master is on set for all of these scenes. Right. So, in between shots, every time they stop, he's training Vigo in between mm -hmm. shots as well, because it's still his first day on set. That's so cool. I mean, God, talk about pressure. Yeah. Like, welcome to New Zealand. Let's kick some, you know, ring wraith ass. Yeah, like. yeah right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And it works. This this action scene came out really well. Mm. Yeah. And he looks like he's struggling, which is really important in, like, facing multiple this opponents. Is the first action scene, like, really heavy action scene. This is the this. first sword fight in the yep. movie. That is, like... Like an actual fight, not just stabbing yeah. a bed. Yeah. Yeah. Or running. Or running. Because yeah. I guess that counts, but like when I say action scene, I mean like like a fight. Right. This is this is the first fight. This is our this is establishing like the threat of the ring wraiths as they approach Frodo and like he gets really seriously injured, but also establishing how awesome Strider is. Mm -hmm. Which is important because we need to believe that down the line Strider is the best guy 
Aragorn is the best guy to, like, rule Gondor. Right. Like, we need to really buy into that, and it needs to start right away. Yeah. And this, this scene really sets the tone for the rest of the, at least this first half of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because this really sets up, okay, we have to go to Rivendell, and then it sets up the whole flight to the Ford scene, and then getting, I don't know, just... He needs elvish medicine. Yeah. Boom, oh, boom, next boom, week boom, you boom. get like next week we get another cool, another cool little like world lore line yeah. mm-hmm. the, with King's foil and all that. Mm-hmm. Hi, it's a weed. <laughs> <laughs> Have it Good at stuff. this point. <laughs> it's been what fifteen Jack about years? Jack, apparently. Yeah, it's a weed. This minute's really light again because it's mostly just flailing yeah. fire. Just mm-hmm. flailing around. And, like, the ring rates don't all come at him as, at once, which is, like, the great failing of minions in all cinema. Yeah. <laughs> if we fight him one at a time. Yeah. Yeah, but they gotta get away. Yeah. I, I, I mean, know. But... Not that ring rates care about their lives because they're just going to reform in Mordor. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to respawn. Yeah, they have a respawn timer. <laughs> It's like a couple of days, and then next time, they get an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> next time we see these guys, they have, you know, fast horses. And then the next time we see them after that, we have flying beasties. And I do not yeah. understand why I do not have a fell beast of my own. I have been asking <laughs> for one for over a decade, and no one will give me one, and I'm very mad about it. You just need to, you need to, you need to find a dark lord. That's the first step. Sell your soul. <laughs> Sell your soul to said Dark Lord, and die, you know, die a few times to get upgraded gear. I just want a fell beast. There are so many squirrels <laughs> and wild turkeys around here; it could eat very happily. <laughs> Man, can I have a fail fell beast? A fail beast. A fail beast. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the runt. That's the fail beast. It's a fail beast. Aww. Our cat? No. <laughs> That's rude. He's not a fail beast. He's perfect in every way. Aww. I don't. He can be clumsy. I love my cat. I'll fight you. <laughs> I think that wraps this up. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot else to talk about here. No. Yeah. We could we could just ramble on about Ringwraiths and Aragorn and right things. Right. Cool sword fights. I- would like to point out that the the place in Frodo's shoulder where he gets stabbed is the top of a lung, and it's a good, really good place to get a sucking chest wound, which is why Ugh. he's going. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, because I always thought it was the shoulder, not like no, his the lung goes all the way cavity. up in there. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah, because he gets stabbed like a little in on the chest, right below the collarbone. Mm-hmm. I always just thought it was his shoulder, but I guess when he reveals it later. Like, that would have broken a couple of ribs where he got stabbed. Yep. Yep. Which could have also caused more punctures in the lung. Yeah. Not a pleasant way to go. And really, shoving... uh, I know this is later, but shoving some weeds, like, you need to seal that up to... Yeah. I'm just saying, Aragorn, it really is beyond (laughs) your skill to heal, because you don't know what the (laughs) f*** you're doing. Oh, wait, no. Can we talk about the dissolving Morgul blade for a moment? Because that seems oh, like a yeah. really inefficient use of resources. 
Like you stab <laughs> somebody and suddenly it's a single use of blade? Like what? Well, it's, it's poison. Yeah, I know it's poison, but that doesn't it's mean a, that you shouldn't be able to poison? reuse it. Yes, it is Re poison. Reuse it's a spiritual poison. Oh. Yeah. You're like tainting their soul with some essence of shadow. Is that why he stabbed him in the lung and not the heart? Because it's I just well, the heart would have just killed him. Missed. Breathe this in. Yeah. Like, I think even it's, if it, you didn't, I even think it's if, a matter of he was too offended to concentrate and just stabbed. Just stabbed <laughs> wildly, and was like, "Well, if he dies instantly, great. And if he doesn't, if I don't kill him instantly, he's gonna die pretty much no matter what. So." Which is the biggest reason that Frodo has to go to the west at the end. Yep. Because that wound will kill him eventually if he doesn't get help from huh. God, basically. basically. <laughs> that makes sense. That wound will kill him eventually. He will not be able to fight it forever. And when we see the scar in the movie, I think it's not quite in the right place for how yeah. we see him get mm -hmm. stabbed. Like, it's further up the shoulder. Yeah, that's why I always thought it was more of a and then it's got like that weird spreading right veiny gross. gross yeah. yeah almost like a plant growing under the skin right but i still to go back to my original point that the fact that you're you, you have a single use blade just seems like a waste <laughs> well i mean they carry a normal sword too it's still it's like a like a like a disposable track phone. Like, you right. make the call and you're just like, okay, here's the drop, and then you just toss your phone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they'll never know who did this, yeah. except huh. the hilt is still here. Right. <laughs> right. A Morkel blade. Is the blade, like, sustained by evil? And so the blade is, like, made of shadow and magic. The um, blade's not real. So if it's not in a radius of said evil magic shadow things, it just no, I think it's. I think it lasts until it cuts something. Period. Waste. So if you miss, and then it's just sitting on the ground, and then until you can, someone you can still use it. Because remember, in the use Hobbit it movies, against uh, Nazgul. Like, if you pick up a dropped Morgul blade, can you use it against them, or is that? I mean, they're already corrupted. At that point, it's probably just a stabby weapon. Like a tickle? Yeah. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> like oh, hey. <laughs> I should give this back. Here you go. That's for you. Sorry. <laughs> you, you dropped this. <laughs> you dropped this. I think it'd be cool if if you tried to use it against them, the blade disappeared, and then it reappeared at the hilt where you were holding it. So it gets mm. you anyway. Yeah. That mm. would be efficient. A right. thinky blade. That's yeah. A thinky blade. Interesting. <laughs> a thinky blade. Mm, that's it's terrifying. an intelligent weapon at that point. Yeah. Well, because I mean, the elvish blades are kind of intelligent because they're able to sense. They have an awareness of. They have right. like detect evil on them all the time. Yeah, basically. So. Detect orc. Right. They light up when orcs are around. So mm -hmm. I f I feel like they would have their own aware weapons. Yeah. That'd be cool. They'd be a lot scarier, I think. Yeah. Because then if you tried to use his sword against you, the sword will just materialize at the back and then you just impale yourself. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> E2 Nazgul. <laughs> Duh. I like so, it. I want one. Right. Along with my And a fell beast. <laughs> a Morgul blade and a fell beast. You want to be a ring wreck. <laughs> No. The black cloak is very fashionable. It is. It is. Although, really, what I want to be is a Balrog. Well, everybody wants to be a Balrog. I don't. 
You want to be weird. <laughs> Powerful. 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 Giant. And shadow and flame with wings. <laughs> you look so hardcore. Exactly. I guess. Everything Saruman wishes he was. Exactly. Yeah. The most hardcore. He just wants to be a Balrog. Yeah. He wants to grow up. He wants a Balrog of his own. When he grows up, he wants to be a Balrog. <laughs> Maybe he'll evolve into one. <laughs> Your Saruman is evolving. <laughs> Sar- Saruman the White has died. He'll be reborn as a Balrog. <laughs> I mean, a Balrog is a corrupted mire. Yeah. Right. It is the same See, there you go. He's on his way. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, man. If he becomes evil enough, he'll become a creature of shadow and flame. Yay! <laughs> achievement get. That's <laughs> yes, achievement unlocked. Yes. All, All right, right, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us this week. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yes. It was a lot of fun. Um, if you could pick another scene or any other scene in the trilogy, I guess, what would you pick to come back for? Um, the introduction of the Balrog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is definitely taken. Definitely. (laughs) It's very popular, as you can imagine. I'm sure it is. Is there there any of the Balrog scenes that are left? Um, I will have to check. I don't know off the top of my head. But if there are, I'll let you know. Yes, please. Sweet. (laughs) The Balrog is cool. It is cool. Big fire demon. Oh, I I suppose um, finding the tomb of... Oh, whichever dwarf it was. The um, the no. drums in the deep, they're coming, they're coming. Is that taken? Um, yes. Yes. Because Fool of a Took is taken. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that whole section is eaten okay. up by guests. I will, I'll double check and okay. let you know. Yes. So you can find us online at duelinggenre.com, email contact at lordoftheringsminute.com, Twitter at LOTR Minute. Tumblr, lotrminute.tumblr.com. We have a Facebook page and a listener group. You can find us on iTunes, where you should leave us a five-star review. You can listen to Scott, Nick, and Cassandra on The Doctor's Companion on the website as well. Scott and Nick also host Back to the Future Minute. We also have Harry Potter Minute, uh, hosted by Gary and Victoria. You can also listen to Geek by Night, a great, awesome fictional audio drama about a bunch of nerds in a comic book store who have superpowers, try to save the world. It's good stuff. No fell beasts, though. No fell beasts. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. It makes up for it in other ways. (laughs) You can support us on Patreon at DuelingGenre.com slash support. We also have a one-time donation button and merchandise. And as always, thanks to our guest, Raiden, for being here. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. where can people... Where can people find you again? Because it's been a week. <laughs> they can find me on Twitter at Redheaded Girl. They can find um, the Anglophies podcast at Anglophies, A-N-G-L-O-F-I-L-L-E-S dot Metafail.net. We are also on Twitter at Anglophies. And uh, if romance is your bag, you can find me reviewing romance novels at smartbitchestrashybooks.com. Nice. That sounds fun. It is fun. <laughs> it is fun. I have a good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. And as always, thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> we made it. Kind Woo! of. Sort of. Yeah. Some of us did. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we got stabbed by Nazgul along the way. <laughs> a little bit. Just they a little. Learned an lesson. <laughs> See you guys later. Thank you.